the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast presented by nba 2k22 myself momuti alongside real name no gimmicks the one the only point guard guru mr bj armstrong bj how you doing today oh boy it's beautiful it's beautiful we're back we got through the draft and guess what's next free agency it's a year-round business and you and i are loving every moment of it that's right well this year you know, there's not that many teams who have cap space. So there's not too much talk about big free agency signings. There aren't that many big name free agents. What there is a lot of talk of is sign and trade deals, players wanting to be traded, find new homes. And guess who's dominating the headlines once again? It feels Hmm. like- Who might that be, Mo? Whether he's playing, not playing, he's always in the headlines, regardless of what's going on. The one, the only, Mr. Kyrie Irving. He's once again, you know, in the new cycle. Reason being, he's got his player option coming up with the Brooklyn Nets for around $37 million. Now he can opt into this final year of his contract or he can decline it and try to get a longer term deal. Now what he's trying to do is get more guaranteed money for the longer term. However, the Brooklyn Nets are very hesitant to do this. Now, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN described the mood between the two camps as acrimonious. That's what he's Ooh, saying is going on. That's a big those. word, Mo. Mo oh, that's a big word. In, a indeed big word. it is. Indeed it is. And I'm, I'm going to pull up the dictionary here. And um, acrimonious, long story short, means angry or bitter. Because Kyrie wants a long-term deal with a lot of money guaranteed. Okay. Because he is, let's not get confused, one of the most talented players in the association when he's playing. But the Brooklyn Nets say that he's missed 123 games since he's been there whether it's injuries, the vaccine, or that mysterious two-week break that he took. He's only played 103 out of the 226 possible games that the Brooklyn Nets have had. Over the last five years, in fact, Kyrie Irving has missed 41% of potential games, regardless of what team he's on. So it makes sense for the Brooklyn Nets to put these incentives in his contract to say, well, you have to play, I don't know, 65 games this year to get all of your money. But also from Kyrie Irving's side, He can't predict the future. If he was to get injured on the first day of the season, God forbid, and miss a whole bunch of games out of no fault of his own, then he'd lose out on money that other players get who don't have these things in their contract. So BJ, you've been around the league for a long time. You've seen a whole variety of different contracts. You've been an agent. You've been in the front office. You've been a player. What's your take on this whole situation between the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving? Well, you know, Mo, any part of a negotiation... You know, one side is going to ask for one thing. And as an agent, it's okay to ask. (laughs) I don't have a problem. Kyrie should ask. Yeah. He should ask. Okay. You know, the only thing that the opposition can say is no. So I have no problem with him asking for whatever it is that's being reported. If, in fact, that is true. However, when I look at the Nets, the facts remain. He's missed, what'd you say, 41%? Over of the last games? five years, yeah. Whether it's the Nets or the Celtics or, you know, whatever it is. So they should ask for a discount. Well, they're trying to go okay. for less years rather than less money. Okay. They're trying to go for less... Yeah, okay. if Kyrie played, let's say 85 to 90% of the games, 
This isn't even a conversation. That's We're facts. not arguing about talent. We're not arguing about his impact on the game. We're not arguing about him putting people in the seats. We're not arguing about any of that. We are negotiating on, you know, one has facts. They have facts. We don't have to agree with it, talking about the Nets, but, but they have evidence to indicate over the last five years, he's only participated in 41% of the games. Is that is that what you said, right, Mo? That's, That's according said. to the internet. I've not done okay, the numbers okay. myself. I'm okay, trusting, I think it was Bleach Pro. Let's just that. say, so we're accurate here. He's missed a substantial amount of games. Yes, a, a noticeable amount more than other players. Uh, okay. Now, when he does play, Oof. whether he plays 25 games, 29 games, whatever he played this year, we're not arguing, oh, no. and you know my criteria for a max player. I have two. You pot, you either put people in the seats or you affect the bottom line, which is wins and losses in this league. Kyrie does both. He's an exciting player. People pay to watch him. Yeah. And Kyrie is an impactful player where he affects the bottom line to win games. Unless it's the first round against the Celtics. Um, unless there are exceptions to every rule. <laughs> Now, I don't have a problem with that at all. <laughs> now, this is why they call it a negotiation. Yeah. So, Mo, in, in the words, let the games begin. Yes, sir. I'm all for it. And I want to share this with our listeners, you, and everyone else who's listening. A negotiation doesn't start until someone says no. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, Okay, Okay. so let's see what happens. Well, there are a few options being floated out there in the media. You know, there is apparently a list of teams that Kyrie would like to be traded to for the second time in his career. He has a list of teams that he would like to be traded to. Let me try and see if I can pull up the list right now. Um, This is just reported. I've not heard it from Kyrie himself. Uh, Let me try and find it. Let me try and find it. But there are people, as always, because it's the offseason, BJ, People are talking about the Lakers. And the only way for him, unless the Lakers are willing to trade Russell Westbrook, is for him to take a $6 million deal there, which I don't okay. think. Yeah, this is this this is what, this is, here, 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 here is the bottom line. Here. So here, here's the list. I'll the list for you if you want it. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, the Nets, the Mavericks, and the funniest one for me, the 76ers, who happened to feature James Harden, who reportedly left Brooklyn because he didn't want to play with Mr. Irving. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> okay, great. That's that's fine. I, I, again, these are the rumors. These are the internets. Let these me are, clear yeah. this up. Let me clear this up. That's not happening. And here's why it's not happening. It's because at some point, we all have to make business decisions. Kyrie is without question one of, when he plays, one of the elite players. Under what business sense would it be in his best interest to go from making, what is he making now? 30 something million? His player option is 36.9. 36.9 million dollars to making $6 million for what reason? I have no idea. Okay, so if he goes to Philly, the answer is no. If he goes to the Knicks, 
Yeah, or for the for no. the other teams, it would be in some sort of trade. I imagine that's okay. What the report okay. saying why why would the Nets at this point take back that level of contract? Because they have with to. no 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 no. You don't have to. At some point, we all have to make a business decision. Even billionaires, Mo. This I have no idea. But I can count in my mind to say he's probably losing. The owner of the Nets is probably losing 50 to 60 million dollars. He's probably going to lose upward to like 100 million dollars just in luxury tax alone. Now, can he afford that? Absolutely. But at some point, Mo, you have to like say the following. You're paying 60 something million dollars in luxury tax and you can't even get one win. At some point, you have to make a business decision because let me put this into its proper context, unless I'm missing something. They have another player that's on their <laughs> team who hasn't played a game. Correct. Let alone this guy. Okay. And we, and we don't know when like he 20. will play a game. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So, Mo, I'm, I'm going to say the following. I understand you gain the leverage. I want to get traded here. Okay, great. I, there's a lot of things I want to. <laughs> the reality of it is it's a business decision. There's only a couple of teams that could pay him. The Pistons. I don't think the Pistons are going to do it now because they just. No, they're not doing it. Okay. I don't think the, the Knicks are. I don't think the Knicks bypass a lottery pick to make space for Kyrie Irving. I, I, I don't believe they, I don't believe they would do that. But if they miss on Brunson. Okay. So who are they, who are they trade? Who are they, so what are you going to trade? Julius Randall? What are you going to do? They have to do something because okay, they've created no, just, that space just, to try and offer it. Let's, just, let's think about it. So you're going to, so you're the owner of the, you're the owner of the Nets. You're just going to take on a salary. For what reason? Well, if Kyrie doesn't accept his play option, is he not a free agent? He's an unrestricted free agent. And, Great. And the Knicks have created $100 million in salary space. Is that and not the what the, the Knicks have created enough space to offer Jalen Brunson a $100 million contract? They could do that. So could they not offer that to Kyrie Irving if they miss out on Jalen Brunson? Or if Kyrie Irving becomes available, offer it to him instead of Jalen Brunson? I, I don't see that happening under any circumstance. Okay. I don't see yeah. that happening. I don't see that happening at all. Well, neither do I. I'm, I'm well, just saying yeah, yeah, hypotheticals. Well, we, well, great. I live in the real world. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you play that game. Okay. <laughs> okay. But on this game, you, you said real name, no gimmicks. Okay. <laughs> no gimmicks, no okay. hypothetical. They're not offering them that. I would be shocked. Okay. I would be as you were ready to turn your hair green, I'm ready to turn my hair green. The little hair that I have. <laughs> if the Knicks turn around and offer Kyrie Irving a max. Okay. Think about that. Think about the fun the media would have with that one. Oh, it would be okay. a field day. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't see that happening. Now, at some point here, they have to negotiate. They have to figure it. They have to figure it out. And they have to come to some conclusion. I think both sides will make their argument. We don't have to agree with their argument. The Nets have a legit, a legit argument. 
Kyrie, get all the money you can as a player. Secure the bag. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. As you say, secure the bag. Get as much as you can. But at some point, hopefully cooler heads will prevail, and they'll strike a deal. That's how it happens. So we'll see. Well, Kyrie's leverage, reportedly, with the Brooklyn Nets is that if he doesn't re-sign a deal in Brooklyn, then Kevin Durant will ask to be traded. Because let's be honest, Kevin Durant deserves better than being swept out of the first round for the playoffs. At this stage of his career, coming back from where he's come back from, playing basketball at the level that he plays basketball at. So, but, but my question is, my question is, who's Kevin Durant have to have to blame? You can't blame the Nets on this one. Like, I mean, he I, can I'm only not blame taking himself sides. for leaving Golden State, who can't blame just the won Nets the championship. The Nets joining. are all the Nets are all in. Oh, they spent the money. You can't blame the, the, the Nets. Yeah, but the Nets are all in. And but if the I'm fact not mistaken, is, if go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, if I thought this was Kevin Durant leading this chart. So the Nets are all in. They're all in. They're all in with a player who's threatening to walk and another player who we don't know when they're actually going to play. And then a bunch of role players. Nick Claxton might not be back. Bruce Brown could go get paid. Like, I don't know what their roster is actually going to look like. Let's be honest. The fact is Kevin Durant is an older player now. How many years does he have left playing at this elite level? Now, he might do a LeBron and play five more years at this great level, okay? But I don't know. He already missed a lot of time with injury last year. For him, looking at it and given how much he wants to win and how competitive he is, he might, or this is what they're they're saying, and this is what apparently the leverage Kyrie has is, if Kyrie walks, KD will want to be traded out there. And the rest of the NBA has caught attention. I don't know if you saw Dame Lillard's Instagram story the other day. Dame Lillard posted a Photoshop pic of KD and him in Portland Trailblazers jerseys, which Nick uh, Yusuf Nurkic also tweeted out. Okay, that, that sounds and, great. Um, yeah. that so it's clear the Who players around the league... they have to trade league, for him, though? The players Who around the league trade? think that no. KD could become available. Listen. Listen. What, what, what does Portland have? What do, what do they have? Well, they just had the what number seventh pick in the draft, I guess. If if okay. Brooklyn want to go to a all full right, rebuild, okay. but then they got to find some salaries to fill it okay. up. Okay, so. no, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, all right, they got the seventh pick in the draft. That's a, what I don't know, six, seven million dollars. What is that? Six, seven million dollars. Yeah, Kevin KD's got to be making what 35, 40 million something. Yeah. So let's fill this out. Let's let, let's go through this well, mental exercise. Let's fill this out. Well, okay, how, how are we going to fill this out? Well, they have Eric Bledsoe's almost twenty million dollar year contract. Which is always let's good fun. Take, let's just take that back because we, that's what we want. Let's just take that back. That's, that's a good trade. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Well, let's, let's I, be honest. I I'm mean, not saying he's going to get traded to Portland. I'm just saying no, no. if the fact that the players are acting like this, it must mean that there is some possibility that KD could want to leave Brooklyn. Now, I'm not saying Portland is where he's going to go. I'm just saying that he could ask out. Do you think that that's outside the realm of possibility? Katie asking out Brooklyn if Kyrie Irving does not return and Ben Simmons is still injured or unable to play for whatever reason. Okay. Lots of players ask out. And? And? What, what, what do you mean, and? And, okay. He asked, he asked out. Okay, great. And? And if so let's he look, was, let's get okay. if, he, if, he if he was, if he's the ask, if he's the ask out, we're talking about you're going to get an elite all star player back. You're talking about an Anthony Davis, a LeBron James. You're talking about a 
Damian Lillard. You're talking about Paul George. You're talking elite level players, Jokic. You're talking Joel Envy. That's what you're going to get back. That's what you're going to get back. Now, the question I'm asking you is, do you see? Okay, so if he asks out, do I see it? For what? To win. He's already won. To win more? To win on his, without Golden State, given that everyone was saying so much about Golden State and people seem to think that he cares? Listen. I'm going to give this young man the, the respect he deserves, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant made a choice. If, if, winning, if, if winning was the sole thing here, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, he goes to the NBA Finals three times. They win it twice. They probably win three times if he doesn't get hurt. Yep, and he wins MVP. Finals what MVP. more can we – what more – and he's won back-to-back. What more winning – what more winning can we do here? We're, we're talking about perfection almost. They were perfect. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing else to talk about. He had another challenge, which you res- you don't have to agree with it, but you got to respect it. He's earned that, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's done what, he's, what he did. Now, now we have to take on that responsibility. No one said this was going to be easy. So yeah. if winning was first and foremost, I can't get no better than you go to the NBA finals three consecutive years, you win two titles and you're the, you're the finals MVP. What else can be said here? We have to give him his respect. We can't, we can't I, play. I did not disrespect him for a second. Hey, I hope Kevin, the, 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 what he's looking for, whatever he's looking for, I'm going to respect it. That's his decision. I can have, if he asked me, I would give him my opinion, but it doesn't require you to give him my opinion. I'm going to admire him. I'm going to admire his talent. I'm going to respect what he's done. I'm going to respect what he's doing. And he saw a challenge that he needed. Now let's take on this challenge and, and, and keep the train moving. That's all we can do okay. because the nets are in, the players are in, everybody is in. Well, unfortunately, two unfortunately, of the players. <laughs> no, no, no. Unfortunately, the year before, Kyrie got hurt. Unfortunately, yep. Harden was hurt as well. Unfortunately, Harden was hurt as well. Unfortunately, unfortunately, he stepped on the line when he shot the when he made the yeah the, the two, two and a half. Three. Yep. Okay. Unfortunately, that's the way about. And then, unfortunately, they got he got hurt. He got hurt again this year. COVID and all those things, and whatever happened happened. So now, I'm going to respect the fact because we know he and Kyrie have the talent, but they got to put it together. Yeah. So I'm going to look at those two and say, okay, those guys are going to figure it out. I, I don't know if they will figure out in Brooklyn. And this is why the media talk is the offseason. These are, these are things what happened. Our friend Brian Scalabrini said that Boston should trade Jalen Brown, three picks, two pick swaps, and Daniel Tice in exchange for Kevin Durant if Kyrie Irving okay. was to walk away. 
This is what people have been saying. This is what we've been talking about. If 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 I'm Brooklyn and I'm Boston, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm asking for Jason Tatum. Okay, that that won't happen though. Okay, that's what I'm saying. He's the best player on their team. Okay, I get I get why Boston would do that. If I'm Boston, that's what I would do. KD KD is is without question. I'm just being conservative. You can. Shake it, bake it, however you want to do it. He's a top three player in the league. So I'm asking for a top three player in, in return. That's a fact. Yep. If I'm they don't have the leverage. That, that's just good business. That's good. Oh, oh, they have the leverage. He's already signed. They have the leverage. They have the leverage. Now, if you want KD, it, it, it's got to be it. I'm going to do his KD's got to do his best for KD. We agree with that. Yes. Brooklyn's got to do his best for Brooklyn. Yeah. And then that's what we have to. And then somewhere in between what's best for you and what's best for them, you get a deal done. So I'm not mad at that. But if I have KD, KD, I'll if KD, if I was a GM and he walked in my office, I would say, OK, KD, I'll move you. I'm going to do what's best for you. Okay. But can you respect? Can you respect this? Can I do what's best for me? I'm respect the fact that you came in and we had a man to man conversation. I don't want to trade you, KD. I would prefer to work this out. KD says, you know what? I think this is best for me. Great. Okay, that's it. Now, guess what I got to do? That's just good business. Okay. Well, there's nothing wrong you know, with that. You know, it's, it's, we have to give the great players their respects. Um, but I heard something this week that it was kind of weird to listen to. It was very strange. And I'm going to play it to you. I don't know if you've heard this yet. This was part of JJ Reddick's show. Shout out to JJ Reddick. We don't own any of this clip we're about to play, but I think it would be okay if I played it because it's just a short extract. Um, I want you to take a listen to this. This is Kendrick Perkins talking about, I believe, the 2008 Eastern Conference Finals and facing LeBron James in Game 7. Yeah, lost Game 6. We was playing, we played the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2008, and it was a Game 7, right? We just had lost Game 6. And I ain't gonna lie, man. I was scared as hell going into that game seven against LeBron James. And this was the only time that I actually prayed that something happened to him at practice. I said, you know what? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> what a thing to confess. I know, but I'm being real. Like, I was like, let us get breaking news that LeBron has you know, towards ACL or something. Jesus. Like, I, I did, bro. Like, I'm not even lying. I'm not even exaggerating. And I, I to edit this out. That, that, no, no, you can't edit this out. This is real. That's how terrified I was of LeBron. Let me tell you, let me tell you. I wanted, we got by the Hawks. And I remember it was game six in Cleveland. And he drove down the lane, and I think he dunked on KG and, and James Posey. And I seen it in his eyes because I was sitting on the bench. I had a horrible game. And I kept saying to myself, I was like, man, we're not getting past this motherfucker. He coming in here, and he going to beat us. I could see it. And I was just, I was scared. I was like, this is a, a just a different dude right now. And I was scared. And I actually was sitting up there really praying that I woke up to some news that some type of way he was going to be out the game. What was I'm going to dial real quick. I guess I can't let this go. I'm going to dial it back. 
I'm going to dial it back for a second and maybe just say you were praying that he had a, a sprained ankle no, or no, that maybe he had a no, stomach no, bug. No, a, a stomach <laughs> bug or a sprained ankle, he still had a chance to play. <laughs> I did not want him to play in this game seven. So... If you want to listen to the full thing, check out JJ Reddick's show, Old Man 03, fantastic podcast. But that was very strange to listen to, BJ. Now, I want to get your immediate reaction. Was that the first time you heard that clip? That's, 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 yes. Yeah. What do you think? (laughs) Um... I don't know really what to say. <laughs> that one doesn't require me to say it. You know, you know, at my age, my favorite word right now is whatever. <laughs> Come on. BJ, did you ever That's pray for age. an opponent to injure that ACL so you didn't have to play them? No. Did you no. ever pray for an opponent I, to be injured so you didn't have no, to play it, them? It, you, you know... You've heard me say this over and over again, and, and I've learned this. I learned it as a, at, a, at a young age. I, 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 as a young kid, I had a, I, w- I was a awful loser. As a, even as a young kid, like, like more like, you know, like, you know, you play a game as a kid mm-hmm. and you lose and you, you know, you might be mad for a second and you move on. Okay, I was awful. <laughs> like I'm ready to fight. I'm ready. I'm not like, like you know, you know how you see kids, you know, maybe they'll get a tear in their eye. I'm in a full blown. Mm. If I if I lost at anything, okay, my parents thought something was wrong with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, all right. It wasn't until I, fortunately, I, I learned the difference between winning and losing, which creates fear. And I was actually happy to see or at least hear him say he was scared. Well, you're scared, Mo. You'll, you'll, you'll do something. You'll, you'll, you, you don't think right when you're scared. But when you compete, you're looking for the best player. And you're saying, if I want to be the best, I got to go through this person here. Bring it. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I would cry something awful because I just wanted to win because I didn't like that feeling of losing. Losing brings about fear. And I'm okay with that. It's okay. Now, what he said and what he did, I don't, I don't like to see people get hurt at all. That's the one thing. I don't care. You know, when you play against anybody, Mo, and somebody goes down, even to this day, the last thing, I don't care who it is. I don't want to see people get hurt. That's facts. Okay, that's just that's just me. But I learned that as a competitor because you want to play against the best. Like, And you've heard me say this, Mo, time and time again. The score is always 0-0. That's, a, that's the cup. That's... 
the yeah, Formula well, Four competitor. The, the score was literally three three. Like it was a game seven. It's not like seven. it's not it's like the Cavs are fifty and you're about to be eliminated. <laughs> that's that's the greatest. You're 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 have. I don't work out just so I can win. I work out more because I want to find out who's the best. Like who's the best? Like who's the best? Who's the best here? Because I'm going to show up, Mo. I believe I'm going to win. And you know what's beautiful? Mo's going to show up because he believes he can win. Mm-hmm. And may the best guy win. That's Mo, facts. That's that's competition. Man, this is <laughs> this thing from Kendrick Puck is just. Now I don't know if it's here, and, and, and I and I don't want to believe that he even, you know, that he believed that. I don't. I don't think I know Kendrick. So I'm just going to say, maybe it was a story that you know you go well, maybe it could have been worded different it could have but, but he but said I think what he, he said i have a confession to make it's not like anyone asked him the question kendrick have you ever prayed for an opponent to get injured or kendrick have you ever been super i, I don't know what the context is but he just goes i have a confession to make i prayed lebron james with tears i think that's a wild thing to confess i think that's maybe, insane maybe, it's insane to think in the first place maybe that's Maybe that's his thing. I don't know. But can we move on? Because let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been scared to face any? Has there ever been a player you've had to go up against and you thought, oh, God, not this guy? Oh, plenty of times. Any any examples? When I was in grade school. I mean, in the league, in the league. And absolutely, every time, every time I, every time I suited up, every see, everyone wants to just target a guy, like say, you know, in our era, okay, you know, you could whether it was Tim Hardaway, Isaiah Thomas, Kevin Johnson, Mark Price, okay, those guys were the all stars. But you know what? Every single night in the NBA. This is what I always respected about the NBA. Anybody could hit you more for a 30, 40, 50 piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's great for it. It's great when you get up for just the star players, right? You know, I'm playing against the Lakers and Magic Johnson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, great. But you know what, Mo? There was a guard in the NBA. Like everyone has this story. There's somebody in the NBA, there's somebody in your career. That just had your number. There was a guy who had my number. Mm-hmm. His name was Steve Coulter. You, you probably never heard of the guy. I, I have because I've heard this story before, but that's the only reason yeah. why. The, 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 yeah. This guy had my number. Everybody. If, if you play in the NBA, you everybody, every star player, there's a player that has your number. Mm-hmm. There's a star player that I played against. Every time I saw him, I had a good game. I don't know why. I just did. Just It's just certain matchups that you have for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Every player. Steve Coulter had my number. Now, I was more <laughs> my I, – I, every time I saw Steve Coulter, you remember if I see Steve Coulter to this day, he may give me 30 right now in the backyard. The guy just if he, and there's nothing I can do about it. Mo. Mm-hmm. Nothing I can do about it. Hey man, that's fair enough. But that's I fair. played against star players. I played against star players and I was okay. But every night in the NBA, I knew 
that I could get somebody could get a reputation on me. Mm-hmm. So every time I stepped on the floor, Mo, I, I felt that I could have got knocked out. Yep. That's how I approached it. You know what I mean? Like, because the last thing, okay, if Mark Price hit me for 35, you would say, oh, he's supposed to hit you for 35. Steve Coulter hit me for 35. Everybody like, whoa. He didn't, you, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I hate, what, I hate. That, that, see, that one hit me much deeper than if. <laughs> but did you ever pray for Steve Coulter to tear his ACL before a game? No. There we go. Like I, I just thought that, that Kendrick Perkins thing was insane, and he no. wasn't even guarding LeBron. He ain't even guarding. You worry about Big Z. No, well, I think. What, I think. What, listen, listen. I'm going to. I'm. I listen because I've. I've. I've heard so much in my life and so many things in the locker room. I'm gonna put it in this. The guy just wanted to win bad. I'm sure he didn't want. He literally he didn't want that to happen. What he was really saying is he just wanted to win that bad. It was just a bad example. Okay. Let's hope so. But that, that that's it was just a bad example. He could have given a, a, a but you know what? He just wanted to win that bad. Yeah, I, he, I feel he, you. And and I think there was just more out of you know, and that's the way I take it. I've, I've heard you know people talk whatever, but I, I'm I'm not gonna make too much. I'm going to use my favorite word, whatever. Now let's move on. Well, I want to win that bad too. I want to be number one in this podcasting world. So to do that, we need you guys at home to make sure you follow, subscribe, and support the show where you can leave a review, leave a rating, because we're going to be back every day this week doing what we do best, break it down, everything that happens in the world of the NBA. And you know, with free agency opening in just a couple of days, PJ's going to be annoyed because there's going to be rumor after rumor that I'm going to throw at him. And he's going to try <laughs> hit me with his favorite word, whatever, and I'm not going to let it run. So, BJ, you've now escaped the prediction zone, but we're now in the rumor zone. So I hope you're ready for an uncomfortable few weeks as we discuss the trade rumors and the free agency rumors that are coming up. I hope you're ready. You guys at home, thank you for supporting as always. Most importantly, until next time, you know the vibes. Get buckets. <laughs>